We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. And back we are, folks, the Esports Rewind Podcast. Probably noticing, uh, for all you non-audio listeners here on YouTube, a brand new set. And, oh, man, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long time coming. It really has. You know, you guys don't even know. If you are longtime fans of the podcast, you might have heard us teasing something big for coming. a long time. Yeah, since, probably since, like... How long has it been? Maybe Man, February, three, March? four, five months, ever since this pandemic. Yeah. So for all of you non-audio listeners, you know, we still love the audio listeners, of course, but for all YouTube listeners, we have a lot in plan still. This mm. is only one of the announcements, but huge yeah. shouts, by the way, to Zan, Pete, our boy out there, our utility man, uh, for putting all this together. I've just been making videos. They do the hard work and have set up this gigantic uh, gamer cave. Well, uh, we appreciate you being patient with us, and you know that's how we were able to get this nice old arcade cabinet in here. This is going to be how we settle all of our debates from now Which on. Sucks, Matches of Street Fighter. I have no chance. But either way, let's get it into it. Zan, you want to hit him with that fat intro like per usual? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, As always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You know, just like us, the Esports Rewind. Shout out to our audio listeners. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us on YouTube at Esports Talk. Yes, you surely can. Let's get it, guys. The first podcast 
in the brand new room. Mm. And what better way to kick off the new room, new podcast, than a brand new topic, something going on for the last 15 months, right? Okay. This, this thing's been in production for four, this lawsuit taking around 15 Long months. Now you know exactly what I'm talking yep, about. Yeah, yeah, we're on the same page. Man, oh man, the uh, whole Phase Clan Tifu situation. Something we've broken down time and time again. Tons mm. of journalists and reporters have been updating us. You know, Richard Lewis, of course, updating us as much as possible as the litigation and legal suits were underway. And now, officially, as of this week as well, a short, short statement is all we got. And apparently, Phase Clan and Tifu have now settled and parted ways. The biggest one and biggest takeaway, obviously, a lingering question: Who? One. Yeah, that's hard to say. I mean, especially because we know so little about the stuff that happened behind closed doors. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people theorize that Tifu had a stronger case here. Yes. And so they're thinking that, hey, maybe Tifu might have been like FaZe. I'm about to take you to the cleaners. So maybe let's just calm down and settle things. Yeah, it's super tough, though, because mm. obviously, let's be honest, we yeah. know very little legally speaking mm. about how this case was going. I've talked to FaZe PR, and of course, they're going to tell me that they had a much better case than public perception You know, was putting out there mm. public perception i would say more so besides a, a, a bunch of phase fans was that tifu had a strong lead uh, in these cases to come away with some big money now obviously with this settlement that means another big headline tifu is no longer with phase clan but it does oh man it makes you want anything leaked right yeah, about absolutely who won how much they won how big this suit was all in all it's kind of ironically timed because this was the biggest lawsuit ever in gaming and esports and during it we have Dr. Disrespect situation mm -hmm. uh, pop out. so Which may become the next biggest I, lawsuit in esports and gaming. I think monetarily it almost has to be based yeah. on what he has said. It's a it's a big contract in his own mm -hmm. words. But now I guess we'll leave it on another lingering question. Does Tifu join another esports organization? Or does he start his own? Which, please, <laughs> either one would work out for me. If you guys mm -hmm. don't remember, a long, long time ago, it was actually Tifu saying, nope. He just wants out of FaZe Clan, wants to be on his own. Mm -hmm. So we expect those sponsorship deals and endorsements to come rolling in. But Tifu and FaZe Clan have officially parted ways. All right, Jake. This has been an evolving story that has recently come to a head in, I'd say, the past week or so, as chess has truly made its footprint in the esports and gaming industry. It certainly has. It's been a long time coming. We talked about how much chess has risen in popularity a couple months back on the podcast, how esports chess had become a thing, and we were having a lot of fun discussing how casters may cast a chess match. You do this. You do this all the time. Yeah. You, you nail these categories before they happen. Fall mm. Guys, we talked about last freaking podcast. Yeah, and yeah. you were the first person to tell me about chess mm. being a rising eSport. I would say this one a bit more obvious to be yeah, a rising eSport. It does have, like, I think at the end of the day, chess has a lot of components of what we find in our favorite esports games. It's got the strategy, it's got the meta, it's got the grid-based system, much like uh, auto chess or a TFT. So I feel like it's like an easy onboarding point for many esports fans. Yeah, and unlike traditional sports, it, it takes a lot less physicality, right? Exactly, So yeah, it's a lot of yeah. mental, it's a lot of tactical things that a lot of people want to at least try. It's easy to play online, so yes. it's actually functional in the middle of a pandemic, yes. you know? So, yeah, there's a lot of things chess has going for it and in the past couple months it's truly exploded twitch has had a partnership with chess.com since 2017 i believe and it's still been a relatively small section of twitch and only recently 
with uh, largely thanks to Hikaru Nakamura, I believe his name is. I apologize That's if I mispronounced that. He knows it too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah, his blow up on Twitch, he was mm. a large part of why that category is now taken off as well, for sure. Absolutely, and he is a beast when it comes to chess. He is like, let me let me read down the list of accolades. Oh, dude, like, yeah. I, I, we have a video out probably by now as well. Mm. I was trying to memorize the accolades. Yes, it's so it's much here. Point after point after point. I didn't even list all of them. I was like, at some point, I don't want to have the whole episode just be like, let me just talk yeah, about exactly. how great this guy but is, even though he's amazing. A, name a few of them so people yes, know. Yes, he is a five-time U.S. chess champion and the youngest American to ever receive the rank of Grandmaster in chess, which, you know, for all the viewers out there who maybe not be familiar, that's a big deal. That's a big one right yeah, there. Just after, just uh, a couple months after being 15 years old, he was mm -hmm. a Grandmaster. Mm -hmm. what, were you, what were you doing at 15, Jake? I was chilling. I was playing Maple Story probably. Bro, at 11 years old, I peed in the sandbox, <laughs> which isn't 15. But well, like, yeah, close enough. I mean, it just goes to show the mental comparison between a guy uh -huh. like Hikaru and me is just so far, so far off. Yeah, and you got to admit, Hikaru really knows how to leverage his newfound popularity, how to truly show what makes him unique and special yes. as he's coached several high-ranking mem members of the esports industry in XQC. Uh, Other class, well, I think Nate the Botez Hill. girls. I mean, yeah, it's Boy crazy Box. because uh, Olympiad gold medalist, I think, as well. Mm. Now the number one blitz chess uh, uh, person so. in the world. Yeah, so yeah. It, it's just crazy to see his accolades keep on going and going. Mm. And also, what you said, his he's a lot more outspoken than you'd think. Absolutely, for a chess character. That that's no offense, meant. I think a lot of gamers are meant to kind of perceive be perceived as timid or shy. Mm. He's not. He knows how good he is. Mm -hmm. And just like you said. So many tangents. Yeah. He's the number one here, achievements here. He can coach it. So many different, uh, of course, the, why the category is blown up is he brings so much to the table mm. and there's so much diversity of content he has also brought with it. And that's why I think TSM signed him. Like, it just makes sense. Oh, absolutely. All the sense in the world because you're going to get the number one guy in chess mm -hmm. in the U.S. essentially, right? And not, not only that, but he has a great personality to boot. I think what we see a lot with uh, pro players in League of Legends or Overwatch is they don't necessarily have the same level of success when it comes to demonstrating their personality and their character off the field as well as on the field, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, truly important in today's, like, you know, world. I think especially with Twitch becoming more and more competitive, live streaming mm. as well, you almost, uh, of course, it's been a common debate where you have the personality or you have the skill. Mm. If you have both, you're, yeah. He is that combination. That's a done deal right yeah. there. Yeah, and so I think it makes a lot of sense. We're going to keep on seeing what crazy signings are coming. TSM, well done. Mm. And uh, Hikaru, best of luck inside TSM for chess crazy times it's sunday 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 and they're coming back to the nfl with nfl sunday ticket.tv you can stream every live out-of-market nfl game every sunday afternoon on your favorite devices plus red zone and direct tv fantasy zone channels never miss your favorite teams or favorite players no matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And also, guys, you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door, and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. We use DoorDash at the office all the time to get lunch from people like Chipotle, Wendy's, and hundreds of other options. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. 
Right now, our listeners can get $5 off with zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and your zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And now, back to the next topic. I'll get this next one short, sweet, and simple, Zan. We've seen a lot of crossovers in the past couple of weeks alone of top figures in gaming or entertainment and YouTube now joining the esports and gaming movement. It's been a bit hectic over here, as usual. Tiny bit, tiny bit. (laughs) Trying to catch up and figure out what kind of content we want to produce. You know, we've seen David Dobrik. We've seen uh, he actually reached out to Call of Duty Pros to play Warzone. We've seen a lot of gigantic figures out there, obviously, crossover as well. Mr. Beast making his stint. And uh, I think it's going to be a long run in gaming. A quick section out there because I think rappers also and artists love mm. esports, especially as this past week. A lot of information coming to light, uh, information already out there. We actually had Wiz Khalifa tied to the Pittsburgh Knights. Uh, they had a partnership with APE, that's Absolute Power Esports, mm. who is apparently invested in by one of the world's biggest Korean rappers, Sehun. Yeah, yeah, very quietly. And uh, of course, you know, in our side of the of the world's culture, a lot of people probably do not know that name, but he's big, if not bigger than Wiz Khalifa. Um, in that side of the world, I mean, it, it's just it's gigantic to see these kind of partnerships line up. Um, so those two, Wiz Khalifa, Sehun, kind of together in partnership with the organizations they invest in, trying to get an LCK spot. I believe that did fall through. We also found out most recently this past week with some Hundred Thieves drama. Mm-hmm. Shouts to the thieves. We love you guys. You yeah. keep the lights on around here most <laughs> of the time. Uh, actually, Pusha T. And alongside him, Logic, investing into Chaos Esports Club, mainly known for their CSGO roster, but Mm. another string of rappers and artists, I should say, uh, entering the esports scene, which is just, it's baffling. It's baffling, but it makes all the sense in the world. I was actually listening to a podcast with T-Pain recently where he was talking about, hey, everybody in rap, most of us love games. Yeah. And in previous years, they'd have to be quiet about it because, like, gaming wasn't cool. You know, you were lame if you were gaming, if you were really into esports. And now that esports and gaming is popping, they're all coming out of the woodworks and being like, hey, guys, I'm just like you. I've been gaming for years. Yeah, yeah. It's just been on the down low. And it's great to see all these people be able to come to the public light with this type of thing, you know, express themselves in this way. Yeah, totally agree. It's just really cool to see the crossover. In case anyone was wondering, the 100 Thieves beef, apparently Pusha T and Drake, who invest in 100 Thieves, their beef goes back years and years and years. Mm. Uh, he made this random tweet about Chaos uh, Esports Club, Pusha T did, who beat 100 Thieves in CSGO. People were wondering, why the heck did you do that? It turns out a day later, it comes out publicly. He has ownership inside chaos. But again, that beef still could be there. Uh, We're going to keep on seeing these gigantic names entering esports and gaming. And as we do, we get to talk about it. Prediction right here. Travis Scott. Oh, joining or signing with a team. I okay, like my it. prediction, I don't know if he's signed yet. 21 Savage is mine. So I, I think he might. I think he's in I think he maybe, might be in talks or something like that. I've heard rumors about maybe I, a yeah. FaZe Clan, which would not be, shock mm-hmm. anyone mm-hmm. by now. But artists keep on entering and flooding the gaming scene. Who is next? Speaking of artists in the gaming scene, I mean, and thank you for that wonderful transition opportunity of right course. there. Of course. Yeah. Whenever you need one. Much appreciated. <laughs> Let's talk about KDA real quick. Mm. Because I think that that is one of the most impressive, unique additions to the Riot Games roster of products and creative like endeavors I've ever seen. Because Riot Games as a company, they keep making these innovative moves time and time again. And KDA is just the latest in really them leaning into that aspect of their company. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you who may not be familiar, KDA is Riot Games. uh, I don't know if they're still a K-pop group officially or just pop in general, but they're basically a music group made up entirely of League of Legends characters. 
And it's super unique in the space because you don't really see that level of commitment to the bit, you know, fully going in on saying like, oh, our characters are actually the ones doing the singing. Yeah. Um, Of course, they do actually have real vocalists behind the characters. And they had gained worldwide renown in their first appearance back in 2018 at Worlds. And everybody's just been asking, when are they coming back? When are you doing that again? And they just released their first pre-release single called The Baddest. And it's already doing amazingly in the charts. This single coming ahead of their full EP to be released towards the end of the year. Very exciting stuff. Probably going to see some stuff from that at Worlds in 2020. Mm -hmm. Since they do have six World songs coming. I imagine (laughs) at least one of them is going to be a KDA one. Yeah, they figured, why why do one when we can do four, five, six now? Yeah, yeah. People want them. (laughs) Why not at that point, right? Yeah, I, I think it's been crazy to see the takeoff of these music groups, but specifically them. I, I'm not going to mm. lie, I don't know too much about them. But mm. of course, if you want to be tied to an eSport out there with that kind of crossover, KDA has done very well and Riot, especially with you know mm. having that partnership be established. And I think every time, at least once a year now, if not more so than that, we have League of Legends Worlds come around and people already are begging when, mm. where, what. Yeah, the hype is always there and not even just for KDA, but a world song in general. I think that's impressive how much like Riot has just managed to get the community hyped and interested in just like just the music of the event Mm -hmm. aside from the event itself. I do think like music, quality music elevates any product from like A tier to S tier easily. And, you know, I'd love to see Riot Games leaning in more with this. They just announced their partnership with Spotify recently as well. And they appear to be leveraging more of Spotify's resources for even more League of Legends music coming soon. Probably some Valorant tunes soon as well. Would not doubt it. Yeah. I feel like that's probably next up if Valorant, you know, were to take off to those steps. The one comparison I have is probably a game like Fortnite, which Mm. is not the same kind of connection. But they brought in these giant artists to put on gigantic events. Um, and again, kind of shadows compared to League of Legends, but still compared to other esports or games, mm. they're definitely two that are far and above uh, with bringing in these gigantic crossover yeah, events. Connecting with the music industry is like is key nowadays. Yeah, it seems to be the move. And so mm. I guess we'll see what next big title uh, does similar things. And very lastly here, Zan, we got to run in with YouTube for the first time uh, ever this past week, which was, man, that was Ooh. That was that was stressful. Not yeah. gonna lie. <laughs> you know, it wasn't that big of a deal, obviously. Uh, but when your livelihood is on YouTube, it definitely, uh, you know, obviously going to talk about it because mm. it's a bit of a fun point out there. YouTube actually took down one of our videos for the. I, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand why. We don't have precise reasoning, but here's where I can probably contribute because I'm the one who handled the appeal of trying to get the video back live. Um, so for those of you who may be aware, YouTube has certain col- content policies in place that say that you can't really show violence or any violent imagery or endorse that type of thing on your in your content and uh the clip in question showed a PUBG player punching one of his teammates and you know socked him yeah he really like he went going and was like oh. but he was okay yeah yeah everything worked out in the end there were proper like punishments handed down that decision is still that conversation rather is still ongoing to my knowledge and of course in our content we were not saying oh look at this this is yeah, great it's not like i was like Man, he, mm. he sucked him. And I obviously talked about the response, the mm. punishments. Only sh- the clip was 240p. Yeah, he yeah. He punched him two, three times, maybe, and, and it was about three seconds of. And of course, when you think about it, you think mm. about UFC fights and recaps and highlights all across YouTube. You think about YouTube boxing matches mm. being streamed on YouTube, and so all of a sudden to be slapped with out of nowhere the video being taken down. I was, I was like, whoa, why, why, why? And so as a mm. news outlet, you think. 
that we would be able to do that. So obviously we've, we've talked to YouTube. Mm -hmm. uh, the video should be back up by, by this point. If you guys want to check it out, it's PUBG Pro Punching uh, his own teammate. But that was a bit of a, a weird run-in that hopefully YouTube we never have again. Yeah, fingers crossed. I think, I think worst case, we're going to get a video taken down and then we'll get it posted back up pretty quickly. Because uh, in their response back, YouTube did say, hey, we were delayed because of coronavirus, obviously. These things take a little bit more time than they usually do. So hopefully we don't have a video go down for longer than a couple minutes. Yeah, and hopefully this got, you know, maybe they, maybe this opened their eyes. They're like, oh, mm. that's that's esports talk. Sometimes they're going to have some violent clips. Very mm. rarely. I've never seen this before. Never yeah. talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. But hey, ironically, our first fight with YouTube, mm. I think it's a draw because they, <laughs> they still took it down and we have to repost it later. So uh -huh. um, either way, YouTube deletes the video. That video now back up and hopefully not going to happen again in the future. And that's it, folks. Hopefully everything's turned. Here's the really nerve-wracking part about recording <laughs> in a brand-new studio, brand-new setup, brand-new cameras and lights that we don't know until we, <laughs> until we take it to editing if everything works out. Well, we, we can be pretty confident. We already did the initial test. We feel pretty good about this. Let, let us know what you think. Do you like the new set? Do you like the new approach to the podcast? I think I enjoy actually being the like talk with Jake conversationally yeah, and, and still be in the mic. If you guys want any kind of content with me and Zan, feel free mm -hmm. to drop a comment. You know, we have these, I feel like there's a lot of loyal podcast listeners only um, out there. So all you guys listening, if you want this kind of setup for anything else, hit us up. All right. We want to be unboxing stuff in the future, doing mm -hmm. more content, but as per usual, thank you all for watching here. The Esports rewind podcast, same day, same time every single week. And for the first time, Zan, the outro in, first the, new time in the new studio. Oh, let's go. Uh, so that's that, boys and girls. Um, as always, you can find us as part of the Prediction Esports Talk Show Network on Spotify, on iTunes, basically anywhere you find podcasts. Listen to us on the go. Go support us over there with a download. We always appreciate our audio listeners. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube at Esports Talk. We've got a website as well, esportstalk.com. We have a bunch of other news that we don't get to cover on the channel, but we, we like to talk about still, you know. And then uh, you can also always, always reach out to us on Twitter at talk underscore esports or on Instagram at esports underscore talk. We love hearing from everyone. We do read each and every single message out there. So believe us, it does mean a lot to us when you reach out. Uh, don't forget to support the channel with a like, a comment, a subscription. Uh, if you enjoyed the content, it really does actually help us a lot. A lot. Those numbers do matter. So, uh, you know, thank you guys. Uh, big things coming soon. Yes. Now that this is finally out of the way, I can shift um, this huge portion of my attention that was... Uh, that was going to like just making sure we dot all our I's, cross our T's, getting the new set together. Now we can focus on some of the other great things we have planned. Yes, moves are being made, and it's thanks to you guys watching. But until next time, we hope you all enjoy. Take care of yourselves, gamers. We'll see you back here sometime soon. And one last word from our sponsors. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, all available 24-7. And with the return of sports, BetOnline sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven-time NBA champ Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it'll be like playing without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit BetOnline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon.
versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.